Throughout the NFL season, we see players return to the lineup or return to a certain level of play that they had gotten away from. Teams return to playing how they're capable of playing. What about in life? What do we need to return to? And do we need to return to the Lord? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truths. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson with Luke Heaton. On today's episode, we are unpacking the return of a few players, like Kyler Murray returning to the Cardinals and getting the win, and then a couple teams returning to playing how they're capable of playing. And we appreciate everybody listening on the podcast platforms that you prefer, Apple, Spotify, and for everyone listening on social media and also our YouTube channel, continue to uh, share the show. We appreciate that. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, I encourage you to do that uh, as well. And as always, you can get in touch with me, Bryce at unpackingit.com. While you're on the website, unpackingit.com, Make sure you subscribe to the weekday devotional. It goes out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we take, just like we do on the show, we take sports stories related to life and faith, and so encourage you to uh, check that out. Also, this time of year, maybe you're in the giving spirit. It's, it's Thanksgiving, year-end, Christmas. Unpacking It is a nonprofit ministry, and we depend on donors, and so we are so grateful for uh, those of you that support our ministry, uh, many of you support monthly. Uh, some people support throughout the year, and and many support at year end. And so, if you prayerfully consider supporting, unpacking it uh, as, as 2023 comes to an end, as year number 10 here as a ministry, uh, it kind of ends as well. Uh, we'd we'd love to have your your support, and and so thank you in advance for that. Unpackingit.com/slash/donate. Uh, we want to thank the support of Sugar Creek Coffee, and, and they've been with us all, all year long. And, and so uh, I was able to see the owner uh, of Sugar Creek Coffee Roasters on Saturday at the Charlotte Turkey Bowl. So his name's Chris, and uh, he was actually playing. Uh, Unpacking It was, was one of the ministries putting on the event. Uh, we had 25 teams, over 200 players, and uh, it was fun to see Chris, though. He's pretty good. He, he's older than me, but he's still got some game. He, and so uh, I'm not sure how his team finished up, but but we appreciate Sugar Creek Coffee. Uh, make sure you visit SugarCreekCoffee.com. Use the promo code UNPACK, and you'll save some money. We also encourage you to always order two bags at a time. Helps on shipping, and uh, it'll, it'll load you up, and you'll be good to go. Uh, also, this time of year, it'd be nice to, to send some coffee to some friends or family. So, so you can order coffee for the, the coffee lovers in your life. SugarCreekCoffee.com, promo code UNPACK. And as a quick follow-up to last week's show, I had some uh, issues with my coffee maker. We had to get a new one. 
ah, can you believe it? I mean, it ended up being about 30 bucks, so it's not not horrible, but it's just those types of things. You just hate it. Yeah, Come on, just coffee. You got to work. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm leaking water every morning, coming downstairs, and we got a puddle of water because the, the coffee maker was just leaking. So now we got a good one. Uh, it's made the Sugar Creek taste even better. So it was already amazing, and now it's like a whole nother level with a new coffee maker. So I'm loving life. I'm, I'm all excited today. The coffee's feeling good. It's flowing. We got a good show in store today. So, uh, so thanks for being with us. Uh, one other thing to mention, and we'll jump into today's uh, topic. We're thankful for our ministry partnership uh, with Promise Keepers. They've got a big event coming up. It's in New York City. You can visit promisekeepers.org. It's called Daring Faith, and it's an evening with Promise Keepers that will challenge you to take the first step toward a more courageous and bolder life lived in Jesus, and they've got opportunities uh, for your church to be involved from a virtual standpoint as well. Uh, so if you can't get to, to Brooklyn, New York, uh, there are other opportunities to be a part of this event. So, so check out promisekeepers.org and also download their app and you can uh, check out our devotionals on their app as well. So, uh, so we appreciate that. All right, so we, uh, we got to talk a little NFL football. Man, 10 weeks in, it, it's, it's, it's competitive. The, the Lions-Chargers game was my favorite game of the week. Uh, I love the high scoring, the back and forth. That was a, that was a fun one. Uh, it was nice to have a Sunday where I didn't have to watch the Panthers, so I had a, a wonderful Sunday. Didn't have to end the day with a loss, so, so that was good. Uh, but let's say hello to uh, Luke Heaton and his Cowboys. I think they won that game in the first two minutes, and what was it, 24-0 <laughs> within uh, you, you turn on the game. It's like, oh, it's over. Uh, so, uh, so you're loving life a- as well. The giants, poor giants fans. Uh, mm. it's, it's tough. Our boy, Henry, it's tough. It, it's, yeah. it's not, not a good situation. It's ugly in New York. Very ugly. Uh, I, I guess I'll celebrate a victory. We, we were talking prior to the show. Not many takeaways from that. The, I, I the big takeaway is more so the giants just, oh, they stink. It's, it's Sad. ugly. So, they're like looking at each other on the side. They don't know what to do. Like they're, the coaches are confused. The players, they're, yeah. they're trying our best out here. We just don't have it. It's, it's not good. Yeah. So there was that. And then, you know, all the controversy with Jimbo Fisher being fired from A&M. So my, my football world is experiencing polar opposites. Uh, <laughs> but the big takeaway, as you can see with the new lid I'm wearing, my Texas Rangers are world champions. And I'm going to be riding that. For as long as I can, especially when my other teams are uh, trying to give me sorrow. Man. Well, we'll see what the Cowboys can do. The, the NFL is, is wide open, but, but I will go on the record because, and I said this after the three-game losing streak, I still think the 49ers. I'm all in on the 49ers. And I've got yeah. a lot of Eagles fans in my life, and so they're all, everybody, <laughs> they, the Eagles are the best Very team. true. Very true. I, I, I still think it's the Niners. When, they're, when they are clicking and they're, game on Sunday and so we will we will begin the conversation there because today's topic is about returning and so the 49ers returned from the bye and they returned or Debo Samuel returned as well as Trent Williams returned as as to the offensive line the 49ers when healthy Mm -hmm. when on the same page are, are truly unstoppable and then I mean you talk about adding Chase Young to that oh, defensive line. Silly. <laughs> I mean, the poor Jaguars, they did not know what hit them. I mean, they were they were beside themselves. They couldn't do anything. And yeah. the Jags are good. And I would still, hey, 
Jags are going to win the division. Look out, Houston Texans, here they come. But 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 the, the Jags are the team to beat, no question. I mean, it just showed how good the 49ers are, True. and they have returned to form. They're yeah. back. Stop questioning them. They're the team to beat in the NFC, I'm telling you. Now, I was watching that game, and I was thinking to myself, it's got to be demoralizing to be a team like Jacksonville. You've taken such significant steps as a franchise. Objectively, you're a good team. I think the Lions, good team. The Jags, good team, good record. But good is still so far away from contending for a Super Bowl because you look at the best teams, like the 49ers, it's not even close. So if you're if you're Jacksonville, you got to really dig deep to find ways to feel encouraged because after that game, you know, okay, we're good, and we've made significant strides, and we have a good record, and we're going to win our division but we're light years away from contending for a Super Bowl in compared to the best teams like the Niners. It was uh, it, it was night and day watching that game. <sighs> yeah, I mean Travis Etienne, unbelievable season, couldn't move the ball at all. And and mm. Trevor Lawrence had no time in, in in the pocket. It was it was rough. Um so the the other uh, players and teams that that returned uh, this week the, the, the big name, Kyler Murray, because he returns to Arizona, a team that only had one win against your Cowboys. Shockingly, <laughs> surprisingly, doesn't make sense. Uh, but Kyler Murray returned and, you know, major injury, knee injury, had been out for, you know, a year mm -hmm. and comes back and return, returns to form, at least down the stretch, to get the win. Uh, and so that was impressive against the, the Falcons. And, him being back is fascinating to me because I thought they were ready to tank and move on from him. Now he comes back, they win. So that was interesting. And then the other team that, that returned from a bye, the Detroit lions. And I'm not ready to say that they're the, the super bowl favorites by any means, but they're in the mix and I love them. They're fun to watch. I'm also kind of a chargers fan. I like that offense when that's rocking and rolling. So for them to go back and forth was great, but the lions had David Montgomery return to their offense. And so they're one to punch David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs. And then you've got golf distributing the ball to uh, St. Brown. Yeah. That offense, very impressive, but the return of Montgomery makes that rushing attack even more dangerous with, with two legit, not really number one running backs. I mean, that's what, that's what they have. And, yeah. and they'll utilize both of them the rest of the way, but, but it was enough for them yeah. to knock off the chargers. Yeah. Having Montgomery back makes, the pop of Gibbs stand out even more so because yep. Montgomery's a good running back, but when then you're able to bring Gibbs in and offer a different punch, he looks even more dangerous. Yep. When you have that one, two punch there. Absolutely. And in today's NFL, like it, it's, there's nothing wrong with having two great running backs that you utilize both of them. Oh like yeah. You don't have to, Oh, well now Montgomery's back. So what does that mean for Gibbs? He's fine. He's good. <laughs> he'll get his touches. He doesn't even need that many touches. No. He's like Austin Eckler. Like he doesn't require a ton and mm -hmm. he'll make the most with them. Um, yeah. So th they're in, they're in good shape. The Steelers are using two running backs. They had a big week as well. Yeah. Uh, check out the fantasy show. I go more in depth on, the, <laughs> on, the, on all this stuff. Well, that's but. when, uh, that's when Pollard was at his best last season when, when Zeke was still there for your goal line short yardage. And then you bring Pollard in explosive playmaker. Uh, I, I, I like to say the jury's still out on Pollard being the number one guy, but the running back by committee is working across the league. 
Yes. So so the Lions returned to utilizing both guys and 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 got the win. And another team that really has returned to being a threat, and that's the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. And and I know as fans we we sort of forget that the Texans for many years were right there in the playoffs with Deshaun Watson and even Bill O'Brien down there. Like yeah. they were, they were in the playoffs winning that division and, and had their moments and then totally plummeted mm-hmm. last couple seasons. One of the worst teams in the league. They now bring in D'Amico Ryans, who's done a tremendous job as the head coach. Yep. And of course, CJ Stroud, oh, the, the unbelievable, so rookie quarterback and and Panthers fans are just beside themselves watching him just thrive but but for me the the big kind of returning theme for for the Texans is them returning to relevancy and and really being a threat and then I'm still confident that the Jacksonville Jaguars will win that division but Houston's at least in the mix and competing and and when you you figure out your quarterback and your head coach and they're on the same page mm-hmm. They're 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 in good shape. So good for them to re- return yeah. following the last couple of years being down and out. I actually enjoy watching the Texans. Me too. I mean, the Texans, like you just said, brutal to try to watch the past couple of years because at least other franchises that have down years may have a rich history that you can be fond of, like Arizona right now, dumpster fire, ugly, but. They've had great seasons, Super Bowl runs, legendary players. So there's at least a fondness of remember when they were great. But the Texans, I mean, being a, a, a relatively new franchise, they've never had that greatness. They made it to the playoffs. But then when they're really low, there's not as much fondness to look at them. And they're so easy to forget about. The Texans, the past couple of years, you almost team. forget they're a franchise because there's no history and they're so bad. But now, to be able to watch Stroud, D'Amico, Ryans, all their weapons that Stroud can throw to, you I mean, you were able to draft Will Anderson early last year. It's exciting. I was, I was, uh, came home from church, was wondering, all right, what games are on right now? And I saw Texans Bengals and was thrilled to watch that game, which last year I would have been shocked. If someone would have told me, <laughs> you're going to be thrilled to watch Bengals Texans. That's right. And Stroud got the edge, got the edge. He did. So, uh, Bur- Burrow was, was fine. He still had a nice, nice day, but, uh, but yeah, that was a big time win for the Texans. And then, and then the, the last thing I'll, I'll mention. So the Seahawks last year were really great across the board, but, but especially in their passing game, Geno Smith, you know, breakout season and mm-hmm. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you know, they, they were rolling. This year, very inconsistent. They, they've gotten off to a weird start. It's hard to know what to make of, of the Seahawks. But they returned on Sunday to their impressive passing attack with, with Geno. And so he goes for 369 yards, two touchdowns. Metcalf had a nice day. Lockett had a nice day. And, and so you started to see, oh, okay, they're still capable of being that 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 type of offense, mm-hmm. uh, they were able to get the win. They struggled a little bit with with Washington, but uh, but pulled it out. And, and Gino was kind of really returned to what what he was doing last year. Uh, big big passing numbers. So you you look across the league and and you could point to players that returned from injuries or players that returned to form 
or, or teams that that return to showing what they're capable of. And, and you, you know, you, you look at the return of Debo Samuel, that made a huge difference for the 49ers. And, and so as we think about this theme of, of returning, I, I want to relate this to our own lives and, and especially from, from a faith perspective, the, uh, the action of returning. And, and so what does that, what does that mean? What, what does that look like? And, and, and when do we need to return? Well, usually it's a result of sin in our life or disobedience that, that really causes us to turn our back on God and walk away from his path. And, and we end up you know, pursuing our own desires. We go our own way. And, and so when this does happen, we have to return. We have to repent. We have to we have to turn turn our you know our, our posture and our positioning back toward the the Lord because our 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 heart sort of you know drifted toward the the, the pleasures of this world or the, the 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 customs and standards of this world that, that that can can just pull us away and so we have to return and and so in Lamentations three forty gives us this challenge let us test and examine our ways and let us return to the Lord. And, and so as we parallel it to, you know, these players and teams in the NFL, whether for us it's, you know, it's an injury or, or we become inconsistent or, you know, we go on a losing streak, we have to return. Maybe we've been, you know, busy or distracted and, and, and practically we have to return to church. Maybe, maybe we've drifted, we've gotten busy, you know, we got to return to church, start there. Or we, we've neglected time in God's word. We have to return to his word. Or we've, we've been so distracted that we, we've gotten away from our prayer life. We've got to return to prayer and, and, and fellowship, fellowship with others, other believers, fellowship with God. We've got to return to that. And, and we've got to return to obedience. That if we've drifted and we've, we've given into sin and given into temptation, then we've got to return to obedience. And then when we, when we do make this return, there are kind of results that also return. Our love returns. Our love for God, our love for others returns. Our joy returns. Our peace returns. And, and so if, if our gratitude returns. If we're walking through life and it's like, man, I've, I, I've lost my joy, I've lost my passion, we got to return to the Lord. We got to return to the, the spiritual disciplines and the spiritual practices to get us back on track, to get us in sync with the Lord. And, and so the Old Testament is filled with God's people being called to repent and, and return to him. And, and so uh, hopefully you can read the devotional and, and read some of these, these verses, but, uh, but, but, but a couple ones to, uh, to share today. Uh, there's a conversation between the prophet Jeremiah and God that, that, that's found in Jeremiah 15, 19, and it says, uh, this is how the Lord responds. If you return to me, I will restore you so you can continue to serve me. And, and so I, I love that and, and you know, kind of paralleling that for, for us too is God is a God of restoration. And, and so oftentimes we, we need to be restored. We need to be restored in him and, and so that we can get back out there and serve him and love him and love his people. And, and then Hosea 12, 6 tells us, uh, therefore return, this is amplified, in repentance to your God, 
observe and highly regard kindness and justice and wait expectantly for your God continually. And, and so today, kind of wherever we're at, let's examine our ways, ask God to reveal to us the areas that we need to return to him, most importantly, but kind of the steps to returning to him as well, uh, returning to church or whatever that may be for us. Um, let's do it. Let, 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 let's not, you know, kind of waver back and forth. Let's do it. And then let's continue to walk closely with him, not turning our backs on him, but continuing to walk with him and remembering all that he's done for us. So Luke, why don't you, uh, why don't you jump in here? Yeah. The, uh, the life of a Christian is one of returning. Um, we initially return or ter- we initially turn to God from our sin through repentance and placing our faith in Jesus, his life, death and resurrection on our behalf. But it doesn't stop there. Once we've initially turned to God, the rest of our life ought to be marked by returning over and over again, not in order to save ourselves. We've already been saved. God is the one who saves sinners. But the fruit of the life of someone who's following Jesus is someone who repents of ongoing sin in their life, the, the reality, Martin Luther has quotes of this, of the entire life of a Christian is one of repentance. The idea that when we first turn to God, the things we're repenting of, the big obvious ones that we know are very clear. There are some things in my life that ought to be repented of, that I ought to turn from. But the longer we follow Jesus, the, the deeper that goes. We, we start to understand through the Spirit the depths of our sin. So our entire life is one of returning to God, returning to God, repenting of sin we be, we were made aware of, or we uh, regress in an area and we repent and we turn to God. So it's it's a pattern of continually returning to God, being made more like Christ over time, and just the confidence of knowing that He is a loving, compassionate, gracious God who we... We shouldn't be scared to return to. Mm. He welcomes us with open arms. His desire is for us to be more and more like the Son. His desire for us is to continue to return to Him as we become made aware of just the depths of our sin the longer we follow Jesus. So I, I just think it's important to for all of us to understand that when we initially repent of our sin, when we first become Christians— that's not the last time we're going to be repenting. Now we have a, a lifelong journey of repenting of sin and continuing to place our faith and trust Jesus. Uh, again, not to perform for God or earn our salvation by no means, but that's just the fruit of one who loves God and wants to be more like Christ over time. Amen. A- absolutely. And I want to hit on something that, that you you mentioned so the, the people of Israel, they're told in 2 Chronicles 39, if you return to the Lord, then your fellow Israelites and your children will be shown compassion by their captors and will return to this land. For the Lord your God, this is what I want to hit on, the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate. He will not turn his face from you if you return to him. And, and so that's, you know, the, talking to the, the people of Israel, but the character of God is 
gracious, he's gracious and compassionate. And, and so when, when we do drift, we get off track, we get off the path, whatever the, the phrasing is, we go on a losing streak, uh, we have to return to him. And we can know that he welcomes us with open arms. He is gracious and kind and loving and compassionate. And that's who we're returning to. And, and so, yes, yes, God is just. And he does not like our sinful patterns and our sinful decisions. No question about it. He's a holy God. But he loves us and he's merciful toward us. And, and so we can re- return in, in confidence knowing that, okay, I, I, I blew it, but man, thank you, God, for welcoming me back. And I want to return to you. I want to repent and, and, and turn from what I did so that I get my eyes back on you. I get my heart aligned with you so that, so that I can get back to obeying and serving and, and being all that I'm, I'm capable of being in you. Mm-hmm. And so you know, earlier talking about the NFL teams and players, they get back to, they return to what they're capable of being. And so for us, unless we're going to return to him, we're never going to be, uh, we're not going to maximize who, who we're capable of being because we need him. It's his strength. It's his power that, that, that enables and unlocks who he created us to be. So, so we have to, we have to return to him uh, for that. So go, go ahead. No, absolutely. And again, just when we return to God, it's just an opportunity to experience his grace. It's not, again, it's important to, to hit home. You're not walking into a condemnation experience with God repentance leads to receiving God's grace and his mercy and his kindness and his love for us. That's what we're returning to. And it flows out of a heart that wants to love God, wants to obey God, that is trusted that Jesus has died for us and arose from the dead on our behalf. And if we have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit convicts us of sin and leads us to returning to God and then receiving grace. And it's just this lifelong pattern of returning. Because we all have areas that we need to return to God. For some of us, for, for all of us, we still wrestle with sin, obviously. But for some of us, there's some significant or obvious sins in our life that we haven't been willing to return from. Today is the day to return to God, mm. repent, and receive God's grace for that. Mm. It doesn't mean that there are no consequences of sin, but what it does mean is that God in His kindness says, I've paid the penalty for that. Our identity as sons or daughters of God isn't at risk. We receive God's grace to move forward, and we experience His kindness and love for us. For some of us, it's a return towards spiritual disciplines that we've abandoned in life, that at one point in life, we were thriving, and they were really impacting our relationship with God and our spiritual growth, and we need to return to those. We need to wake up earlier, or we need to say no to some extracurricular activities or hobbies that we've been putting too much time to. And for some of us, especially this time of year, we, we haven't been to church in—for some of us, it's been years since we've attended a church service. Mm. 
what better time of year as we're, we will be celebrating the birth of Jesus when churches everywhere are hosting services and desire for people to come and hear the good news that God the Son came and walked the earth and died for us and rose from the dead. Now is the time to return to the body of Christ and make that another pattern of your life. So there's so many ways we can return. We all have those. It's just asking the Holy Spirit to open our minds to where do I need to return today or this week or this month. That's right. Absolutely. So yeah, I'll I'll echo echo what you were saying and and yeah, maybe it's returning to a you know, worship a worshipful uh, posture and mentality throughout our day and and, and returning to uh, gratitude. That that man, I got to I got to focus on gratitude and and let that, you know, drive my thoughts and perspective. Um and so what yeah, whatever that may be for for each of us, I got to return to prayer. I got to I got to return to God's word. Uh, those are those are important things. The last thing I'll say is you, you mentioned this time of year, ch- churches are are open and and opportunities are there for people to return to church. But it also means that you and I have to invite people to return, mm-hmm. right? So who who you know, ask God to put those people on our hearts and minds that we do need to invite to return that we know they've walked away, they've walked away from the faith or they've walked away from church or you know, they've, they've walked away from, from living uh, for Jesus, and, and now is an opportunity to say, hey, why, why, why don't you return? Why don't you come back? It's time. And, to, and, and, and also consistently pray for those people, too, that, that are in our lives, that, that have journeyed off the, the path and, and, and help bring them back and, and with God's leading and guiding and, and his, his power, but uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. But, but let, let's help them return. And, and play a play a role in that, um, yeah. so with the, with that boldness, with that too. Totally. And again, it's our returning to God in no way can make us more loved by Him than we already are. So my my pastor always reminds us is you can be no more loved by God than you are right now. God has chosen to set His love on you. So the idea of us returning to try to please God and oh maybe I'll get more favor maybe he'll he'll love me even more because look at all these things I've returned from I returned to him for that's not the posture it's a pos- a heart posture of I have trusted Jesus for my salvation I desire to be more like Christ therefore these things I must return to God I I must turn from these things and return to God and it starts with just confession and repentance, confessing to God, God, this area in my life, I have turned my back on you. This area of my life, it's been a long time since I have repented of this. I now desire, I acknowledge this is sin. This is a bad habit. This is an area that I need growth. I confess that to you, and I desire to turn from it and turn towards you. It just starts with that conversation with God. And then in many situations, a trusted friend that you could bring in to partner with, that they can help walk alongside you of the the practical day in, day out, how do you actually turn from that and turn towards God? So th- those are the beginning steps, because it can be overwhelming of, gosh, there's a lot of things I need to turn from. I don't even know where to start. 
it's it starts with just being honest with God of confessing to him your desire for repentance and then a trusted friend to help walk alongside you in that. That first step toward him. That's the key. Step toward him. So I'll, I'll leave us with this. First Peter 2, 24 through 25. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. So we, we return to the shepherd. We return to the overseer of our souls. I love that, that language there. Um, and so, you know, let's, let's remain on the field with our shepherd, so to speak, going back to the football analogy and the shepherd analogy, so it works pretty well. So let, let's, let's remain on the field. And, and if we do go astray, let's embrace his grace and compassion and return to the one who enables us and shows us how to become all we're capable of being. He's our creator. He's the one who knows us and has a plan and a purpose for us. Let's get aligned with him. Let's remain in him. Stick with him and return if, if, we, do, if we do go astray or have gone astray. That's right. Much so, better to return than, than retire. That's, <laughs> that's right. Get, get back out there. Get back out there. So there you go. Thank you so much for listening. Great stuff from Luke, as always. Appreciate uh, your support as a listener. Thanks for sharing the show with your friends and family. Uh, maybe this is an encouragement to somebody today that needs to return. So send it, send it to them. Do it the right way. Be, be wise about it. But, uh, but I hope this can, uh, can inspire some people today uh, to return to the Lord. Well, as we wrap things up, I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin, who's resurrected and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast.